welcome to this week's episode of uh, Dealer's Choice. As always, I'm joined by my good friends Morgan and Alex. Say hello, guys. G'day. Hey. <laughs> oh, really enthusiastic there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this week, uh, we we uh, probably took a bit of a detour. I, I don't think this is a movie none of us had seen. I actually think this is a movie all of us, all of us had seen maybe a couple times. But it's a movie I have recently quite enjoyed watching. I actually think it's a really, really well-made movie, so I wanted to talk about it. We watched Men in Black. Here come Men in Black. Men in Black. So I've only seen, I think I'd only seen the first one once ages ago. I've seen two a lot, but this is like, yeah, my second proper viewing of this movie probably. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. And it's got like one, two, three, and the new reboot, which apparently was trash. I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, but what did, what did you guys think having watched it? I've watched it, I think three times this year, which is wow. strange that I would, yeah, it's very weird. Wow, okay, I've enjoyed yeah. it every time. Maybe, maybe it's just because I've been looking for things to watch. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Men in Black I, again. I, uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> now I really liked this, Zach. I, I really, uh, I really liked the tone is what struck me. You know, I've watched it many times, but it's been a few years since I've watched this film. But yeah, what got me was the tone of this. It's it's funny, but not too funny. It's serious, but not too serious. It's yeah, it's a uh, it's this nice balancing act. It yeah, that's why I actually wanted to talk because I think this is a really fun action movie. Um, mm. And maybe we'll do a summary for anyone who hasn't seen it. Which we oh yes. Off. It's a fun action movie, but if you like, if you look at it with any kind of critical eye, I think there's a lot there as well. I think it's really, really good film craft in a lot of in a lot of different avenues. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. But Morgan, Alex, do you guys want to sum up for the lovely people at home what this movie might be about if they haven't seen it? Aliens are real; they exist. <laughs> yeah, they, that's li- about it. they live among us. Yeah, uh. I like that. I like that. A little X Filesy. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that <laughs> summation. That's, that's, they, that's they, actually they really are. Good, yeah. They are. Contr- they, there is a organization who monitors and looks at the Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think the yeah no, that's pretty perfect. I think the simplest way to describe it is like aliens. Earth is like a a a, 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 a political a refugee camp. Refuge, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a place for aliens to seek political asylum, and the men in black look after them, um, and that's the movie. <laughs> uh, now, the movie follows Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones as they try to deal with the latest in what appears to be a long series of world-ending events, um, and it's from, what's the year? 1999, I think, but... Seven. 1997, thank you. Um, yeah, do you guys want to do... Goods and bads. What did you What did you particularly like about this movie? I have one thing I love about this movie. Okay, and it go, is, go for it. It is I just every time I, I like I've I've heard people talk about it, and it's like the first time I've watched it. Like I'm like I remember it being very good, and I watched it and I drank it all in. And that's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's physical performance <sighs> in this movie. It's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah, his acting and just like his physicality is just next. It's so good. It's top shelf. It really is. Like. Apparently he researched like how bugs yep. move. I read yeah. So that he could move in a similar way. Like oh, he just, wore oh. he wore knee splints and he taped his ankles up so that he would walk as though he didn't have ankles. 
which <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking interesting. Um, but also, like, the makeup on him is excellent. And, mm. yeah, no. He's one of the best bad guys in mov- in a movie. I, I, yeah, he, he probably ranks. The, him in this movie, he's just a fantastic bad guy. He's a brilliant villain. Mm. Um, Alex, what do, you, what do you like? I really liked the chemistry between Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Like, it's just zings at, at certain times. Um, one thing I wrote down, just going through my notes, is that Will Smith asked not to be called, like, boy or sport or anything like that. And so he's referred to as ace, tiger, kid. <laughs> like, Tommy doesn't... He ignores those words that he doesn't want to be called, but he still calls him, you know, tiger. He respects tiger. his wishes, but not his intent. Yeah, <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> just one little moment there where I was like, ah, no, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. And it's like, they do a good, like, mix of, like, it's like the straight man and then the... um comedy but also like the whole like you got the older veteran and then you got the newbie and it's like this whole comedy mm-hmm. it just works really well it does what, what did i have i had i had in here is yeah um so i thought i thought this movie was this really really perfect blend of buddy cop comedy with fish out of water because and, and it, it's played so perfectly well because yeah you've got as you said fantastic chemistry between the two of them and then the buddy cops but almost every scene from, I think, maybe 20 minutes in is just a new, weird part of the world that Kay is introducing to Jay. It's, and it's really fun. Yeah, it is, a lot of this movie is kind of just, like, um, exploring the world with Will Smith as the audience's, like, gateway into it. And then, like, it, as they're exploring, like, they, they've kind of noticed this thing going on. And then, but, like, it's, you just know it kind of happens parallel. And then towards the end that it culminates but for a lot of it it is just like exploring the world and learning about the world while we're kind of aware of this other story going on but they're not that aware yeah no super um i was going to say the thing i particularly noticed this time but i've 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 noticed for the start of this movie is three um introductory scenes for uh our two main characters and our bad guy and i think those three introductory scenes are so perfect the very first scene could be a mini movie like, it could be a movie that you would see on YouTube as, like, something that, I don't know, a fan put together. Or, like, someone with a lot of passions. Like, this is a project I want to make. Five minutes short. Um, alien Immigration. It, I think it's so great because it can work by itself so perfectly well, that first five minutes. And then you just cut to Will Smith's first five minutes. And then you go to Vincent Doffrio's first five minutes. Uh, and then you get into the movie. And, I, I like, watching it this time, I was like, that's so, so great as an audience member because you're just like, okay... I know that Tommy Lee Jones is someone who knows what he's doing. He knows his business, um, and he's used to, and he and he's a, a level above normal authority. Mm. And then you've also got Will Smith, who's our entry, who's like, I don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. We've got questions that he's going to ask. And then you've got our bad guy, um, and yeah, I just think it's so awesome. It's so much fun to watch every time I see it. It's good. Just about that opening too. Like, it goes on for a little while. Like, there's so many credits are actually shown up front, so it's a bit old school. You don't see that very often these days where you see so many credits right up front. But there's dragonflies flying around. And just a few things I noticed, like Steven Spielberg is producing this film and the dragonfly flies in front of the moon, like E.T. on the bike. And there was just little moments like that where it's subtle and it just it just felt filled me with all sort of warm and fuzzy nostalgia berries, <laughs> and it sort of flew in front of the moon, and I was just like, ah, oh, isn't that nice? And yeah, we don't need to spoil what happens to the dragonfly, because um, <laughs> and we won't spoil what happens to the dragonfly. <laughs> but yeah, the, I I agree with you. The way the film sets it up is quite well done. 
like you instantly dislike Vincent Dorofano's character. Like he, you're introduced to him being abusive to his wife, and they're sort oh, of yeah, yeah, it's and, brutal. Yeah, it's and then what happens to him? Cunt. Yeah, and what happens to him? You're sort of like, oh, like I'm not that it's upset not a, that this not is really happening. A shame it doesn't really. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite, it's quite good from a film point of view, I think, because it's like, it's very clear stakes to the audience. Like this is a monster, but we don't feel terribly bad about it. What, what it's done so far, but. It's clearly capable of doing shit. It's clearly mm. capable of hurting people quite quite casually. So it's 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 a good introduction on a lot of in a lot of fronts. Yeah. Alright. So what what's what's the bad? There's got there's definitely bad in here. Um is there anything in there that you guys found like offensive? Like was like Alright, that's a bit old hat or like that's just dumb or this shouldn't have been put in there, this is kind of a mistake. Mm. Um, nothing or is that really a bit harsh? fancy yeah. I don't think I just had trouble with like what like and I think I don't know if it's because I wasn't paying attention enough or like, like what the villain's goal was like I'm like like what why it does a bit. he want this thing where is he going with this thing I, I like and it's like w- he, yeah he comes and then he le- he wants to leave and I'm like okay not 100% it, sure it is, I think it's like only two lines so it's fair to, to miss it but it's like if they get that necklace then there's a war that's going to start and the bugs want war because for the bugs war is like food and they're all about that they yeah they love war because war just means they get tens of billions of bodies to eat pretty much but it, it's like one conversation that k and j have um outside the jewelry store i think mm. uh, but that's fair yeah i think i think for the era as well, it was probably just like maybe maybe the the studio or the makers were like fine with going. Well, do the audience understand that he's bad? Yeah. Do the audience understand that he wants the necklace? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Like those that's are the points. It's just like like you get it and you want you can understand it. It's just like when you're trying to think about like, but what's the end goal here? And it's like but you don't yeah. need to. You can still enjoy the movie without that. I was just like, did I miss something? Because I was like, I don't know. But yeah, I get it now. <laughs> you get it now <laughs> after we've discussed it. Um. Things that, yeah, didn't work for me. Like, I think the world was fleshed out quite well, but it's almost like we spent too much with the world. Like, the plot is pretty razor thin. Like, I perhaps I'm sort of grasping at straws, but I, I feel like what it does so well is the world building, and that might be at the detriment of its plot. Yeah. Line. I, I don't know. I think that's fair. Um, I, I was going to say, like, it starts off really well in the middle, I think, is really good, but I don't... Like, from as much as the ending is, is fun and there's, like, big action moments, um, maybe I'm spelled, like, in the modern day because we've just got so many to choose from, but for an action movie, there is so much more that you could do, especially with, like, you know, you've got alien guns, you've got big bug monsters, you've got weird technology that, you know... Ca- K knows, J doesn't. Um, you've got Daenerys. There is, there is like fun shit that you could have done that was maybe a bit bigger, but maybe they didn't have the budget to do it. Instead of just, you know, a fight between just them and the monster at the New York fair. Uh, not to say I didn't like, but yeah, maybe I'd be able to also grasp at straws, but I, I could, <laughs> I can safely say, I, I don't think that the ending's as strong as the start for this movie. Not to say it's bad. <laughs> no, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And, 
just another thing about the ending, where the film leaves us, that dynamic, the new dynamic that's put in place without going into spoilers, isn't carried on. I hate that so much. Into the yeah. sequels. I'm, yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is the sequels because I've, I, I quite like three. I, I appreciate two as something that I can put on, but it's dumb and not a good movie. <laughs> and I'm, uh, yeah, I agree, Dosh. I'm annoyed that they didn't because I think she's actually a great character for the, the very few minutes that you get given, mm. uh, where she gets given time to sort of be a character. She's like quite smart, tenacious, she's ambitious and shit. I like and her. In the next movie, they're yeah. just like, mm. the next movie, it's just like, oh, she doesn't exist. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a really good opportunity to have a different dynamic between yes. your main character and someone new yeah oh well oh, that's the biz that's 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 kind of heartbreaking about this because I feel like if, if it was like the modern maybe maybe if it was like modern production studios they would try really hard to keep like the writer and the director together because they're like alright maybe these guys or maybe this is why this movie is so good we'll try and keep them together to keep them making you know the same product or something just as good like with um like it they tried really hard to keep you know that production studio together or the people we made it they were like all right we want you to keep making it and shit like that um and it's really disappointing to see the second one now and be like it could have been <laughs> you could have had such a good sequel you had so much opportunity to go different places and you've got so much opportunity to flesh out the world in different ways and you just chose not to <laughs> <laughs> this is true and if it was today they would have been signed on a three film deal each of them at least and uh that sort of brings me to another point this is a comic adaption a marvel comic adaption it is which i didn't i didn't know when i saw that in the credits i was like oh look at that i had no idea i think maybe i'm wrong i think the comic book writer had some hand in the script oh okay um for this one i i, I don't think he wrote the script but i know that the guy who wrote the script was pretty pretty happy to co- talk to the guy who did the comic mm. And I think that maybe shows, and like a lot of the practical effects, I really liked as well. Just to completely change the top, I, I in that start scene, you see like Mikey, and you cut between his CG and his practical, and I think that's actually quite like the CG is obvious, but the practical is good enough that you can go, like he's just a big slimy slug turtle thing. It's great. I, I like it so much. Yeah, it's in- it's interesting because what this film does is it also sort of makes fun of itself like i i think instantly of that wall of celebrities who are also aliens there and it sort of mocks the industry like uh, there was a few that i sort of noticed like spielberg was up there uh stallone was up there uh i was expecting michael jackson but then i remembered that's the sequel and not um yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like where's michael jackson i was like no 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 that's the sequel and in the ending credits, they say Dennis Rodman's an alien. And, like, that doesn't mean a lot to us. But at the time, in the 90s, in the, the late 90s, when the Chicago Bulls were literally world famous, that that was an incredibly, like, on-the-nose, like, because he, he was not a popular figure. <laughs> so just well, like, oh, he's an alien. Like, oh, people okay. would know him from today. Is, uh, he's friends with uh, the North Korean leader. Yep. Bit of a pen pal yep. relationship. He's guy. that dude. Yeah, he's that, he's that dude guy. That lived in North Korea for a bit. Yeah, just you know, as you do. Oh my god, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> um, and anyway. this film, actually, I just had a look. It was nominated for three Academy Awards, won one Academy Award, 
Um, so it was nominated for best original music. So I score. do like the music; it is good. Yeah, Danny Elfman really knocked it out of the park. I really liked it. Uh, art direction and makeup. So, which one did we think it won? I hope it won for makeup. I really do because, uh, yeah, like Donofrio's thing is fantastic. Uh, you, you've got to cut like. I, I imagine that makeup would also cover like the dead body that has the alien inside it, maybe, or is that just practical effects? Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I don't know. Practical effects, but... Like I'd sort of consider that more visual effects, but I don't yeah. know. It could easily. Yeah, you're probably. I, I'm gonna say makeup. What are you reckon, Morgan? Yeah, either makeup or like it depends what it's up against, but maybe music. I don't know. I did like the score. The score was really good. Um. And it's got that quintessential Will Smith song at the end that was stuck in my head for hours <laughs> after watching this film. Uh, but no, it was makeup, Zach. Uh, you're right. It did win best yeah. makeup. Um, yeah. And rightly so, yeah. It was Ooh. it was quite impressive how the skin folds on Vincent Dorofano's, like, <sighs> neck in particular yeah. uh, became quite, yeah. And it, yeah, like, it, really and it also, like, it, it, it ages and decomposes so nicely as well. Like, they could have just been like, yeah, it's the same the entire movie, but, like, not nah, as, like... The movie goes on, it starts to, like, yeah. get a bit, like, decomposed and a bit more gross it's looking. It's like, he gets, like, holes in his skin and shit. Yeah, oh my god. And, he, and it gets, like, more pulled back and his hair starts to fall out. It does look fucking sick towards the end, yeah. Um, I was gonna, uh, like, did you guys find D'Onofrio? I remember as a kid watching this, I remember being absolutely terrified of that guy. Especially the scene where he kills the exterminator. When that guy yeah. gets that rod shoved down oh, his throat, I was yes. always so scared of that as a kid. And watching it again, I was like, yeah, that's just that's just not something I ever want to happen because it's just such a... It's one of those visuals that you can feel. <laughs> You're like, mm, I don't like it. I think it'd be worse because like, watching it this time is like they have the bad CG, like green smoke. It'd probably be a lot real without more real without that. It's just like a guy getting a rod and like... You, ooh. And you just hear a gas. But like, they like, just make it a little more cartoony. Fast. I think with the yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it's, yeah. Continue on from that cartoony thing. There's an awful lot of goo in this film. <laughs> like so there's a shit ton goo. of goo. Oh yeah. <laughs> so All much slime and yeah. He tactile. Me. Yeah, like oh. you know, look at that entire third act. That's practically all goo. Like it's all just the oh, all the goo. Uh, also, uh, a pawn shop guy. Gets his head blown up. He's just a goo head. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yes, it's boom. <laughs> no, real good. Um, well, I, I, I'm happy that we did talk about this. I, I did like watching this. I was like, I don't know that there's a ton to discuss because it's just like a fun time, but I don't think it's like perfect or, or it's like a masterclass in cinema. But I will say it's fucking, fucking solid in a lot of... Like, writing, I think, is really solid. The acting is really good. The practical effects is a really... Uh, is an, a pretty good blend of CG and practical for the time because you could have hmm. had just everything with CG and that's the lazy option and that would have been shit. Um, but I also think that it's a movie you can watch now and it's completely fine, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just nostalgic for it, but I think it holds up. Really yeah, cool. I think it's good. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it holds up. I think it does. Morgan, I sorry I cut you off there before. I was just agreeing with Zach. It's good. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I go and I because I haven't seen three, so it's like, do I rewatch two and then do I rewatch then do I watch three for the first time? And then it's like, Three's do I do I watch 
uh, yeah, it does have Jermaine Clement. That I saw that the other night. That was like, I th- was like, oh, I gotta watch it now. And then I was like, do I know it's not great? But do I watch International anyway? Just because of like, I like the cast. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I've know. not seen International, but I don't really have an interest in seeing International because I reckon, yeah, the cast it could have been a really good movie, but I just don't think anyone making it had any sort of passion to do that movie. So it know. probably just came out like a. I haven't seen it, but I feel like just look at Epilette doesn't capture the spirit of what this. Having just watched the original yeah. one, or what the original one is slash was, which is a damn shame. Um, anyway, that that's that's. I think that's all I have to say about Men in Black. Unless you guys want to say anything else. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, Clint Eastwood was very nearly in Tommy Lee Jones's. Oh role. wow! That would have been that's an... something. Yes. <laughs> It would have been a very different film, I reckon. I'm kind of glad that Tommy Lee Jones got it because he's more fun. He's <laughs> he's great in this role. I love it. This is like a couple of moments. Like the ending is like not great as we discussed, but like the moment where it's like I'm gonna get my gun back, and he just gets swallowed, and you're yeah, like, no, the whole time you're like, so well, then this fight has an end, and I know it's just like how long till that end happens. But it was just like a great yes. moment. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna yep get eaten and uh, go get my gun. Oh. <laughs> That's. That's something I think is probably worth saying. There's so much great little, uh, what, what do you call it, um, setup, like don't press the red button. Here's the noisy cricket, and the noisy cricket's great as well because it's just part of their dynamic. Where Jay's just like, oh, you, you're still just disrespecting me, but it's like the most powerful gun. <laughs> <laughs> it blows yeah, him no, off his feet. Of uh, yeah. yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, Morgan, you're right. I, I love almost every line Tommy Lee Jones. Does it like when he's in the tunnel and they're going upside down? He's just like, I love Elvis. But now, wham, wham, chase like on the roof of the yeah. car. Uh. <laughs> King isn't dead. He just went home. Yeah. Oh my god, that stuff's great. Um. Okay. Uh, oh, hold on. One one final thing oh, oh. I will say. It's a, my personal connection to this film. I was watching this film, and two things came to mind. Uh, one is I used to play with marbles as a child. Don't look at me like that, Zach. Don't look at me like that. Yeah. Poor, pathetic Alex with his marbles. <laughs> I'm glad. I think I know where you're going with this. I did want to talk about the ending, actually. Like, the actual, like, full-on ending. Yeah, the, the full-on ending. And this is, you know, it's just spoilers now. Um, I, I played with uh, marbles. Uh, that's a spoiler. Uh, you're welcome. Um, no, so I played with marbles as a kid. And would often look at it and think like, oh, yeah, that's like space and things. And I was quite space obsessed as a kid. Um, and so, and then the alien at the end has our galaxy in a marble that he's playing with. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like it's written for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was that moment there. And uh, the other moment was uh, I was watching this with mum and dad and mum talked about when she was pregnant with my brother they went to the cinema to see this film and um my brother was obviously i don't know enjoying this film because his hand kept pushing on uh mum's stomach so it looked like there was an alien inside her trying to get out that's our fond little family memory there that i just shared with you and all our listeners um, <laughs> i'm sure they appreciate it alex thank you it's the personal touch i bring to this podcast but yeah that's all that's sort of all i wanted to say Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Um, oh, excellent. Okay. Well, glad you guys enjoyed it. Glad we had fun with this. So to be like, I, I did have other things on the list that I definitely want to show you guys, but 
I want to be selfish and just wait until we can actually watch them together. Because <laughs> there's definitely things on my list that would be a lot more fun if we were in the room together watching it. Um, That's fair. <laughs> so like I remember Suspiria me. fondly and uh, watching oh, that so together. Good. So beautiful. Oh man, that movie's great. Um, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So boys, what have you been watching this week? What's been on the cards? What What should I be watching? That's the question. That's the question. Alex, what have you been watching? Uh, I finished off a TV show called uh, Dairy Girls. Oh, I love Dairy Girls. I've been waiting for a new season for ages. I know. I know. I actually stopped watching. uh, I finished season one and didn't watch the next season. And uh, so I've been, I've finished off the second season and oh, it just, it just made me laugh and laugh and I loved it. It was good. It's a comedy, Zach. Um, set I've, in I've seen a, oh you've yeah. seen it oh sorry you've seen I've it i've seen a couple episodes i've seen a couple episodes i haven't gotten fully into it but i did quite enjoy it and i loved yeah no uh, i'm a dairy so girl i'll actually sit down and watch <laughs> yes indeed so it's uh set in ireland um in the 90s and deals with this bunch of uh school kids as they sort of navigate the political times there in Ireland in the yeah, 90s. I was never super familiar with like what like the the political mo- the stuff in Ireland like with the IRA and stuff. Mm. And it's like it's kind of like how I opened up my eyes a little bit to it. Yeah. I haven't done any bit further but I kind of understand a little bit more now. It's interesting. Mm, it is. And um keep, keeping with that Irish bent, I watched a film called uh, Sing Street which is uh, on Stan at Seton Island as well. This guy who sort of... That is by the same person who did Once that I yes, showed indeed, you. Yes, indeed, Morgan. Indeed. When I saw the director was made it, I'm like, oh, well, I've got to watch this. I really liked Once. Um, no, I really like Sing Street. Uh, Irish one, uh, school band, uh, kid wants to sort of overcome being bullied by forming this band. But it's, you know, it's funny and the songs are good and yeah, I found myself... Um, yes, singing along. I've I've got I've got the playlist up on Spotify. I was uh, at work, listened to that uh, foot thumping <laughs> along to that, and I've just started uh, Shit's Creek, a show that's been recommended to me. It's a very by quite easy a few show people. to watch. A lot, yeah, Alana will have it on, and I'll just come in and pick up on bits and sit down. I'm like, I maybe one day I will. I just don't have the time, but I want to watch through it all. But like, it's a very easy to watch show. <laughs> It is, it is. And it's not really like one of those shows that you need to watch every episode in order to understand. You can come and go. It's very, yeah. And it's it's funny too. Um, I like the cast and the dynamic in the cast there. Uh, yeah, I've, what, midway through season one. So we'll just we'll just see what happens. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much wraps me up uh, for the week. Busy week there, Alex. Nosh, is there anything on that list aside from Dairy's Girl, Dairy Girls that I mm. should I should check out? I think, like, I remember you liking Once, but I think you liked Once for the, the sort of the charm of it and we didn't quite like the low-budget nature, if my memory serves so me well. Sing Street is the step up? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah it's much more polished than that. Um, still deals with the same sort of emotional depth that yeah. Once had, but, yeah, it's much more polished. Um, okay. Yeah. I really like Sing Street. I uh, would recommend everyone to go see it. 
I read up that it was snubbed at the Academy Awards for Best Original Song, and I was outraged when I found out it's snubbing. Uh, I was. It was It was the same year as La La Land, and I thought, oh, they all went to that musical. I see. Oh, yeah. Hollywood adored La La Land, and La La Land was average. <laughs> I wasn't in love with it as much as others were. Uh, La La Land is fine. Okay. I'm not a super big fan yeah. of it, but it's, it's, it's fine. Morgan? Morgan, tell me, tell me about all the reality TV show that's been going through your week. Uh, I can if you want. I watched a lot of Ink Masters. Ink Masters is <sighs> so good. That seems to be your flavor. That you you raving about that last week as well. Love Ink you Masters. Well, yeah, we've been binging about a season a week at the moment. Um, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're so mean to each other. It's very full on for reality. It's wild. Really. Um, but then uh, also watched, so like a couple of weeks ago, watched, rewatched Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. And then <laughs> recently rewatched yes. uh, Jumanji The Next Level. I yes. I love those. To, to, to have been there it's with so that fun. cast on those movies must have been fun. And the idea of like oh. like getting to play like like uh, The Rock and um, who plays Mouse? Not, Danny DeVito. No, but like there's the. Kevin Hart, that's what I'm thinking of. Like they, they, they get to play like now they get to play like old men and like their manner. It's like it'd be so much oh. fun, like just to be able to do that. Yeah, and it's good. They get it's to play, just fun they get to play Danny Glover, Danny Glover and Danny DeVito, and it's fucking great. No, I, we saw that together, didn't we? Next level. Yeah, fucking loved that. Those, that was good. They're shit. just fun movies. Um, so watched that. Still enjoyed it. Uh, was hoping to try and find time to watch the new Bill and Ted. Didn't get around to it. So maybe next week. Uh. Nothing worth noting there. I started watching. I'm. I've been watching it like two parts, and I'm probably gonna have to keep watching it in parts. But I've been watching 2003 Ned Kelly because I'm doing oh, research. Right. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. that's that's fun. Love. I miss Heath Ledger. Uh, mm. But yeah, that that's a nice uh, Australian film. If you're uh, ever looking to, I don't know. Depends how much you care about Ned Kelly, really. <laughs> I also watched. Uh, it's like a 32 minute. It's kind of like a documentary, but it's only 32 minutes. It's The Making of the Witcher on Netflix. They also have like, so they've got ah. a 32 minute like that. And then I think they've got another episodic, like behind the scenes show that I might look into, but it's super interesting. Um, very cool because like the, it's get, you talk to a lot of like the, the author isn't in the document in the behind the scenes, but he's, he's was on set and there's people talking about him and they have one of the producers is a Polish guy who is very familiar with the novels and probably, and he talks a bit about um, the, the original writer and how, what he was doing on set. And then the showrunner, I don't know her name, but like, she's like listening to her talk, like, like just talking, like having this extensive knowledge and then like knowing exactly what she wanted to do. And then talking about like all this, like, it's like watching the behind the scenes, like, man, I never really, like this show doesn't come across as like a female, like heavily female involved show, but it is, it's like very female empowered. Like you've got strong female characters, a lot of behind strong females behind the scenes. And I thought that was very cool. It gave me like a whole extra, like I knew like the, there was a female showrunner, and I'm like, that's cool. But then like behind the scenes, I saw, I'm like, oh no, this song is actually, this whole thing is very like, like strong female characters, strong female direction, like very cool. Uh, and then, yeah, it just gave me more, um, Info on the making of The Witcher, which was interesting. Uh, and then we finished Modern Love as well, which is that TV show that's based on like New York Times articles. It's John Carney as well. He's involved in that one as well. Um, and then it's like, yeah, different act, like Dev Patel's in it. The guy who pays, I forget his name, Moriarty and Sherlock, and he's in Sam yeah. Men- yeah, he's in it. That was, that's, 
quite a lovely uh, TV show. It's only like a couple episodes though, so you can burn through it. Apart from that, I don't think I've watched much else this week. Nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair, fair. Singer Grand week. Final. Uh, it's coming up. This week coming up. Did I you pick it? Did you pick it? I no, no, we, we haven't seen the Grand Final yet. The Grand Final. Oh, yeah, so I mean, that, I've picked it for weeks now. I know, I've mean. known who everyone is. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, we've, uh, thanks, we've known uh, for ages. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know who wins, but I'm pretty sure I know who each of them are. Look, it, no, if, if there's two ways it's going to go down. Either uh, Queen wins and it's rigged because she's the biggest name, being Kate Miller-Heidke, biggest name on the show. Yeah, or, biggest name, Alex. Come on. Or Bonnie Anderson wins and everyone's kind of like, I guess people like Bonnie Anderson. I don't know. And that's like, oh, I guess people like it. Or Eddie Perfect wins and that's the perfect situation because Eddie Perfect's amazing. See, yeah. Perfect situation, I think, Alex. I think, yeah. The lizard, uh, the frill neck should win, but yeah. that's just me. It's going to be Kate Miller Heidke because she's the biggest name, and this show is a little bit rigged. We can be honest, well, Alex. This show is a bit rigged. It is Alex. a bit rigged, and uh, I just Alex, don't know why they're that. not on it as well. Like, no, sorry, why the judges aren't more switched on than what they are. When she was hitting those high notes, I go, that can only be Kate. Like, well, this week they let them have totally. two guesses and they got them right. Like, two, two, Danny yeah. and I think the producers are very like. Well, there was one early on that I think someone guessed correctly and then they were told off by the producers, like, how did you know that? Did someone tell you? And then it's like, I think they are encouraged to be funny and not... Because I've known yeah. for weeks now and it's like, you're in the room with them. You can, like, mm. that is... if That's Eddie Perfect's voice. He's not disguising it. No. Like, it's if clearly his voice, yes. So, yes, it is It is a very... Like, you can tell there's a lot of meddling behind the scenes with that show. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And I go, what? What's Kate going to sing next? Is she going to sing Zero Gravity and uh, just really just blow us all away? So uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Zero Gravity exactly. was a Eurovision entry, uh, Zach. Yeah, no, I, I, did, I, did I don't know Alex, if you guys. Yeah, I didn't say this, but we've talked about it now. I rewatched the Eurovision movie this last week as well. Oh yeah, I do oh, like wow. that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. <laughs> and it's um, fun because of that whole Lemtov twist. It's like it's actually like watching the movie. I'm like, oh, Will, Fer- Will Ferrell's character is shit. Like he's a mm. shit guy, and the and Lemtov is actually like the good guy. Like, hear me out. This is like the movie. He's the good guy, and Will Ferrell's the. Sh- and then they at the end they're like, nah, but Will Ferrell's redeemed himself. <laughs> yes, yeah, I guess. Uh, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I just Will Ferrell, I think, is a very acquired taste, and it really comes down. Sometimes I really like him. Other times I just despise him. Uh, just depends. and Zach, what have you been yeah, watching? Should we let the, Zach tell us what we, he's been watching? Yeah, we've been. Diverting. Um, oh, look, it was a whole bunch of rewatches for me at the moment. I've been watching, there's a new anime on Netflix that's actually quite good. Maybe you'd like it, Alex. It's no, not like anything like Parasite. It's called uh, The Great Pretender. Um, it's a very, very high production level for an anime. Uh, very Netflix centric. Like they've got a lot of control over it. Uh, a lot of the soundtrack is just Queen songs, I think. Um, and it's all about, uh, this is the premise for it, a con man living in Japan who he he classes himself as the best con man in Japan, gets recruited by some random French guy to steal money off uh, world-renowned criminals. And that's the show. Um, and it's split into, like, cases. So you'll have the first four episodes are about one con, and then the next four episodes are about another con, and then so on and so on. Um, and it's got a really, really good English dub, uh, but it's also got access to a whole bunch of different accents and different 
uh, people because it's Netflix because they have shit all over the world. So when they have people t- talking in French, they actually have French voice actors doing the voices, and it's something ah. you just don't get a lot of places. That's cool. also got one of the most beautiful art styles I've ever seen in anime. It's so gorgeous. Um, but it's on Netflix called The Great Pretender. Might be worth just watching the first episode. It's quite an emotional show. Um, and it's no monsters, no weird shit. It's just quite an interesting show, really. Okay. It's very okay. fun. Um, I will. I will. You can mark <laughs> it down now. I will watch uh, at least the first episode. that's fine that's all you need to watch that's all good um the other thing uh doom patrol season two came out and i was really excited about that i would like both of you to watch it i think you'd actually get yeah i've been meaning to i want alana to watch that show i think alana would love that show it's very very fun it's very different the first season has alan tudyk and alan tudyk is so good in the first season and you'd love it. You really would. Yeah, Callum's been trying to get me to watch it too. And it's, it's so like... good. It's so good. It really is worth watching. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I started watching was Lovecraft Country. I don't know if you guys oh, have heard I've of Lovecraft heard of that. Country. I've heard of it. Very fun. Uh, very fun show. It's Ju- Jordan Peele, I think, produced it or he wrote it. Mm. Uh, it is set in the 1950s and it is about a um, an African-American family and our main guy, our main character, is the last descendant of a, uh, an old-time wizard. Um, mm. And it deals with they are just trying to live their lives, but all this weird magic shit starts happening to them as well. It's very... It's got, like, a supernatural vibe to it almost. Like, every episode oh. seems to be dealing with a new monster, kind of. Or um, there's also, like, elements of Indiana Jones in there because they're, like, relic hunting as well. Oh, it's right, very, okay. It's very fun. It's very interesting. Um, I quite like it. It's got some really good action moments. Uh, got some good characters and stuff. I think it's only on Foxtel for us, so you might not be able oh. to watch it, unfortunately. Sorry. But <laughs> if you can find it anywhere else, it is definitely worth watching. It's 100% worth watching. I might have to pay for binge. fuck it's becoming like every like every week there's like a show i'll like i'll check and i'm like where can i watch this and it's like yeah yeah yeah. and slowly binge has been creeping up on me i know it's becoming more prominent catching up they've got those contracts signed they've had them for years they're just damn it foxtel damn it it, foxtel um one thing that I don't know if you guys have watched, but I certainly watched, um, we're expanding the definition of watching uh, something, to the Dune trailer. I did! Oh my I god, I did see yes. the Dune trailer as well. I'm so what excited we for it. Oh, I, love, uh, I love the whole cast. I like the setting. I like the aesthetic. I think that the, pal- the colour palette in particular is really good, which is a weird thing to say, but I'm really excited for the new movie, and I don't generally give a shit about trailers but i love dennis villeneuve love all the cast involved i like everything i've seen and i'm really excited for that movie <laughs> mm. and was it hans zimmer is the yeah composer his version of that uh, that song i was just like oh my god i was like this is so good um so cool. yeah no great cast looks very promising oh my god i just another thing about the dune thing movie jason momoa versus joe batista that's gonna be so good <laughs> it's gonna be so good yeah the cast for that movie is wild it's fucking nuts <laughs> oh yeah it's so javier good. bardem uh, oh, it's got the guy the girl who played jessica from spider-man is it jessica oh zendaya zendaya yeah yeah, yeah. zendaya's in um, it timothy chamelay 
uh, Dave Batista, um, Rebecca Ferguson, oh, no. Rebecca Ferguson, Gosh. Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible. Go watch The King after this. Josh Brolin. Go watch The King oh, on Netflix. Yeah. You Isaac. should watch it. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, I love Stellan. Stellan. Yeah, and he's a fucking villain. He's a great villain. Charlotte Rampling's in it too, who was in <laughs> season two of Broadchurch. And the bad season of Dexter. Um, <laughs> There's a couple of bad seasons of Dexter. No, no the worst season of oh, Dexter. the bad, bad season. <laughs> the bad, bad season of Dexter. But she's in June, so, you know, that's an opportunity. Um, no, I think the cast is phenomenal. I think we've already asked this and the answer was no, but should I watch the original before I go see it? I say yes, because it's just dumb. <laughs> I love I like, like, I, I like the trailer for the new one, but I have, like, no fucking idea what's going on. Um... The original one is like a fucking balls to the wall seventies sci-fi movie, and it's it tries so hard to be faithful to the book, and it's absolutely to the detriment of the movie. But it's also got Sting in a speedo, and it's fucking sick. Do you like Sting? <laughs> and it's directed yeah. by David Lynch, and uh, yep. David Lynch has since disowned the film uh, yep. afterwards. So I don't know. I just want to see it just. Because David's disowned it. That's what I want. Even even if, like, Dennis uh, Villeneuve was proud of the film, it'd be funny if he was like, I'm just going to disown it. Just, like, <laughs> make it a tradition. When you do this film, you disown it. <laughs> well, they're actually making two films. They're splitting Ooh. the book in half, like they did Good. with It, and uh, telling it in two films. That's interesting, because the original Dune book is not that big. It's not oh. like it where it's six hundred pages. The original Doom book is like half of a uh, half of the book is the actual story, and half of it is. I'm I, we've had this conversation on this podcast. I know we have. Half of it is not the story, so they're, they're splitting half of half of a book, which is going to be so interesting. But it could pay off quite well, I reckon. That there's some stuff in there that could be quite good cinematically to see. Oh, something to look forward to. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Alright. Well, thank you very much for joining me this week, guys. I think... I always get this wrong. I think Alex, you're next, yeah? No, no. I think Morgan. We haven't had a I'm, Morgan I'm film in ages. I'm looking it up right now. Always get this wrong. Always get this wrong. It is It is my uh, turn, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm the so, end of the cycle. You're the beginning. Uh, Come on, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the alpha in there, baby. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Okay, excellent. Well, yeah, thanks for joining me, boys. I, I'm glad you had a fun time and glad you had a good week. Yeah, indeed, See indeed. Time. See you next thanks time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, I will safe. find a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, so we oh, can do a podcast. Look forward to that one, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>